It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 173, Big Trouble in Little Newmark. Well, there he goes with that welcome mat mess again. And now he's saying it might not be big enough? Big enough for what? Whatever it is they're expecting. Oh, brilliant deduction there, Sherlock. <laughs> you guys have really turned into the Bickerses. I think Hank just gave us a big clue. It's evident that they are expecting more of something than what they first planned for. So it's either something that's bigger in mass or more of them. So, like, if they were expecting some sort of weapon of mass destruction, it's either too big or there are going to be more of them than planned. Weapons of mass destruction? Hmm, where have I heard that phrase before? That's the basic idea there, Vivian. But we have to go back to the information Kate Hawk passed along to us. According to this Hank character, the local population won't be aware of anything once this whole op goes down. Well, maybe we ought to call my sister and see if she learned anything from this last phone call. Doing that right now. Kate Hawk. Kate Jocko. Did you get that last phone call? Yes, I did. Lenore and I were just discussing it. The three of us were just doing the same. I've got you on speaker. What'd you guys come up with? My initial thought was that they are trying to slip some large article through the portal. But why in two places? So maybe these two items work in tandem. Like maybe a transmitter and a receiver that can alter radio waves? We had a similar thought, sis. Except Nelson here said it could be some massive weapon. Or a bunch of weapons. I just talked to Tracy. Agent Simon and Jameson met with the STIP director there. Based on what Hank told Sam... It won't be a weapon that's physically destructive, according to the director. The University of Houston has seismic sensing capabilities, so a big bomb is out. But it doesn't rule out a clean weapon, something like an electromagnetic generator or wireless jamming device. These would have to be very powerful devices to cripple your communication systems. And we're only talking about two cities in the U.S. That wouldn't really cripple the IDF's capabilities that much. Unless these devices could target satellites, but then again, it would seem easy to attack those from space. Rage has already tried that. You remember, Lister used Professor Lin to build a massive laser gun to take out your satellite system. Luckily, he built in a self-destruct command and blew it up before it could do any damage. That's true, but they learned the technology as they built the device. They could easily reconstruct it. I understand that while Tracy's two MI6 agents were visiting with the STIP director, she questioned plant personnel. Did you learn anything from her? She informed the power plant and the head of the campus police that we had reason to believe that there may be some sort of attack on the power plant based on intercepted internet traffic. She told him that her purpose for being there was to see if there were any employees of the plant who might have reason to support such an attack. She also talked to him about Hank applying for a job. That's interesting. Did he have anything to say about Hank? He thought the guy was a little strange. 
He said he seemed more interested in the layout of the plant. Didn't they say that this Hank had inside information? Did she find a leak? He identified a person of interest. He could vouch for all the employees except for one. Most have been with the plant for several years, but there is a new hire. She's only been there a few months. It sounds like she'll be worth investigating. We're going to continue our surveillance of Louie on this end. If you come up with anything, let us know and we'll do the same. Will do. They know about as much as we do. Which is a whole lot of nothing. At least they have a person of interest. Louie has to have a contact here. And that's why Leonard the Landlord is on my radar. Yeah, his accent really struck me as odd. I mean, he definitely wasn't a New Yorker. Or even an American. Remember, Queens is the second most ethnically diverse community on Earth. You're liable to hear any accent or language here. It's not like... Baltimore. Yeah, buddy. Copy departure. We're cleared as filed. Good day. Hold steady at Mach 1. Steady at Mach 1. You feeling any better? I'm fine. Why does everyone keep asking me that? So I snap at one annoying jerk once, and people think I'm losing it. We're just concerned. You're known for being pretty evenly keeled. It just seemed a little out of character for you. It's like I told Jafra. I got sloppy, dropped my guard. I let my target get the best of me. Maybe I don't handle failure well. Stop worrying. It's all on my system now. I'm not the least bit worried. Or I wouldn't have you piloting one of the most expensive ships in the galaxy. I appreciate that, Captain. Permission to enter the bridge. Enter. Joe Mack, what brings you here? Yeah, I was wondering if you had clearance yet from Newmark. We just received clearance. We're currently working on a docking port. We're getting a lot of questions, though. Like what? Like, why are we coming in as an empty freighter? So we can haul back all the gold they've been finding. Right. Like, that wouldn't raise any red flags. Do we have an ETA yet? About one and a half standard hours. Thanks. And, uh, I want to apologize if I said something inappropriate. I'm just anxious to get me ship back. You're good. I took things the wrong way. I guess I should apologize, too. I could have used a chill pill by then. Listen, there's no way you could have known that Doc had a sedative waiting for you. I'd be upset too. In fact, you should have heard me when they hijacked me and me crew. I can only imagine. So, are we good? We're good. Drinks later? Not that good. Yeah, she's back. Well, if you change your mind, I've got some smooth, archy rose I'm willing to share. Joe Mac, you smuggled contraband gin on board my ship? <laughs> yeah, like you've never hauled illegal liquor on your ship. Don't worry, it's just one case. A whole case? How long were you expecting to be away from your home port? Hey, be thankful it wasn't a case of goon. That stuff is nasty. You've had a goon before. I think I'm beginning to like you more and more there, Gabby. It was nasty, and you can leave now. <laughs> I think I'm beginning to grow on her. Yeah. Like a wart. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, that guy takes some getting used to. Hopefully we'll get a ship, the doctor, and Wi-Fi so we can be on our way. Just got verification from Newmark. We'll be docking at LP-33. Go ahead and set the autopilot and go back and brief our crew. Roger that. Locked in. Alright, let's go see what the plan is. <laughs> Thank you.
What do you want to bet? We'll have five different opinions on how to approach this. The way it was explained to me is that I'm in charge of the ship and Joffre's in charge of the operation. So there should only be one opinion. Good luck with that. We got our landing and docking clearance. We should be there in about one and a half standard hours. We'll have to undergo a short quarantine inspection. And Joe Mac, I understand they also look for contraband. Well, no worries here, mate. <laughs> what? <laughs> you plan on drinking all that booze in an hour and a half? You know about that? We all know about that, Joe Mac. I wasn't familiar with Archie Rose. Not bad. A rather smooth blend, if I do say so. Here we go again. No one offered me any. I hope you didn't drink at all. As potent as that stuff is, we'd all be dead by now if we did. Ah, don't worry, Mac. It's stowed away in the little safe place. Now, Jaffra, what's the plan? Well, as Nate said, we can't do anything until we clear customs. Once that's done, we split up into teams. And who's the lucky one who gets me? You and Gabby will be with me. Well, that's not fair. I agree with you on that one, Bella. But it is for the best. Uh, you'll get a hearty second for me on that one. Jim, you and Nate will make up a team, while Joe Mac and Tam will form the final team. I have three maps of Newmark here, one for each team. We've highlighted three sections of the town. Each team will take a sector. Jim, uh, you and Nate take sector A. Tam, you and Joe Mac sector B. And we three will cover C. Let me see that. Hey. Sector C has the cantina. This may not be such a bad group after all. Hey, Bella, we're here to catch the doctor, not conduct business. And just what do you mean by that? All right, ladies, let's nip this in the bud right now. Just stating the obvious. Jaffra, what are we looking for? Well, most of your ship captains wear insignia that identifies you as a captain. Uh, be on the lookout for anyone who might be either a freighter captain or shipmate. Ask about Joe Mac's ship. Uh, say that you were looking to sign up for a return voyage to Cali. Anything. Don't you worry about that, Jeffra. We'll be looking high and low for the Canberra. <laughs> you can bet your bottom dollar on that, mate. Just don't go overboard. We don't want to draw a lot of attention to ourselves. Also, don't ask anything about mining. You came from a ship delivering supplies. That's all. He's right. Uh, we met a crew member at the bar in Cali, and he stressed that telling people you were interested in prospecting <laughs> be a quick way to go home, permanently. Feet first. Well, that would spoil the whole party. We'll move out right after clearing customs. Don't worry, Jaffra. I can make sure you pass inspection. Don't tell us. You're going to work all your charms on them. Nah, she'll drink all the illegal hooch. I have the initial info on your suspect. Put it up. Let's see who we're dealing with. Meet Scarlett Jimigan, 34, from Rice, Minnesota. She moved from Rice to Houston just eight months ago. This Rice? Is it a very large town? A very small settlement in mid-central Minnesota. It's close to the Mississippi River. It must be fairly narrow, that far north. There's a paper mill dam to the south and another dam to the north, so it's pretty wide. What was her occupation? She worked in the maintenance department at St. Cloud State, which is just a few miles to the south. That's probably how she got the job here in Houston. I agree. She obviously made use of some internet system between universities. 
how far back does her work record go? She was at St. Cloud for three years. Prior to that, five years in Newport News at Bethel College. What type of college is that? It's a Bible college. In fact, they recently changed her name to Antioch College of Assemblies of God. Assemblies of God? That sounds like a charismatic Christian college. Not the kind of place a rage sympathizer would work. Is there any indication why she left? Oh, let's see. Reason for termination. Ah, she resigned her duties for personal reasons to move to Minnesota. That's very interesting. That would put her somewhere around 25 when she started. What happened before that? General discharge from the Army. Well, that's something I didn't expect to hear. Was she officer or enlisted? Enlisted. Separated as an E-4 or Spec-4. Is there any indication what her military occupational speciality was? She was a 12 Papa. Translation, please. Hold on. Oh, here we go. 12 Papa. Prime Power Production Specialist. This specialized role operates and maintains power plants, analyzes the equipment in said power plants to make sure they're functioning properly, performs general repairs and maintenance, and makes sure everything they're responsible for is functioning as it should be. Well, that certainly explains all of her power plant type jobs. If she is our spy, then something happened Bethel, or even in the Army. Any next of kin? Both parents died while she was in the Army. I'll see what I can get on that. Losing both parents at once. That might explain any affiliation with Rage. That's if Scarlet is indeed our spy. Were there any other viable suspects at the plant? In my opinion, no. Everyone else has been there five years or more. All had clean records. Speaking of records, it says here that she was in an altercation while in the army. It occurred on post, so that means it was a military violation. It was near the end of her military duty, which might explain her general discharge. I know how that works in the British Army with normal service leaver and early service leaver. But what is the difference in your army between honourable and general? We have eight types of military discharges. Honorable and general are administrative and not punitive. General just means that the service member was separated from service due to some particular circumstance. So it's not really a black mark on her record? Mm, More like a smudge. Some employers would hesitate to hire someone who didn't have at least an honorable discharge. That might explain why a Bible college hired her. They might be willing to give someone like her a chance. You know, she lost her parents while serving her country. Maybe something happened to set her off. No maybe about it. It says here that her parents were killed in a car accident. A high-ranking officer supposedly ran them off the road. Supposedly? It was ruled an accident due to poor weather conditions. Well, that would certainly explain a change in attitude toward her country. Did she try to seek any revenge against this officer? No, that part of the record has been redacted from her file. I agree with you, Captain Richards. Miss Jurgen is beginning to look like a viable suspect. What do you propose to do from here? It's time to dig into her financials. Garrett, see what we can get from bank records, credit cards, anything to do with her finances. On it. And you and Jameson can go through her social media. We could certainly do that. Sure, if you're uh, not comfortable with that, I can certainly do it. Comfortable, Jameson? Are you implying that I'm not familiar with hashtags and lols? Well, sir, I mean, well, I... Uh, uh, Never mind, sir. Good answer.
Good afternoon, Director. Kate, thanks for getting here on such short notice. Have a seat. Thanks. So what's going on? I just wanted to go over a couple of things. First, how is Lenora working out? She was a little defiant at first, but that was to be expected. I think she's going to work out. Her inside knowledge of rage has already paid dividends. That's good. We're taking a little bit of a risk with her. Tony Simon knows her best. If anyone would doubt her, it would be him. But it was Tony who recommended we give her a try. Really? I thought he, of all people, would not want her around. He said that he noticed a big change in her attitude on Titan IV. We also had Robo IV conduct a private briefing with her on the BSS, and his voice analysis indicated that she was sincere in her responses. Mr. Pierman was also confident that she could be trusted. I really hope she works out. Shifting gears here, it appears that our two Hangen friends are about to make their move. I've been getting updates from the field. What's the latest you have? Nelson, Kelly, and Jocko think that the welcome mat is a code for the arrival of someone or something. The recent development of the mat not being big enough is baffling us. We concur. The Houston group has identified a third suspect. Hank knew that access to the transfer point can be gained through the university power plant. That is inside information. That's interesting. Who have they identified? A new worker at the plant who might have a grudge against the government. I just spoke with Captain Richards about her. They've identified Scarlett Jernigan, 34, ex-military, who received a general discharge following the death of her parents. I'm guessing it had something to do with the military. Yes. A high-ranking officer ran them off the road. It happened on post. She suspected a cover-up since no charges were filed against the officer. You must have just gotten this information, because it's the first I've heard of it. Quite literally, just before I walked in here. I was talking with Tracy as I came in the building. All right, I'll get in touch with her and see if we have any assets she could use. What kind of feedback are you getting about our Hongen Sam? He's working out better than expected. He's provided valuable insight to the operation. Other than trying to keep him fed, he's been a regular member of the team. Excellent. How are you feeling? You think you're back up to full strength yet? I get tired quicker than I used to, but other than that, I feel great. That's good. But I hope you understand that you have to remain on light duty. Otherwise, eyebrows would be raised. There's no way to medically explain such a rapid recovery from the injuries you had. I understand. I still get a lot of stares for my change in appearance and voice. Even though I'm playing the frail patient, people remark how amazed they are that I'm doing this well. Don't worry. We'll slowly work you back into full-time duty. For now, you just have to play the game. I understand. I'm just not one who likes to play games. Check. Nate, Jim. Have you loud and clear? Sam and Joe Mac? I read you loud and clear. Same here. Say, Jimbo, I want to thank you for getting us through customs and keeping me rose safe. Well, yeah, you can thank Nate. He showed me some of Roger's favorite hiding places. I still can't believe you put everyone in jeopardy by smuggling illegal liquor on board. 
Well, it wasn't illegal when it was on my ship. Lucky for me, I had it stored on our shuttle. All of that is in the past. Our objective today is to find your ship as we all converge on the old hotel. And what if we can't find the Canberra before we rendezvous at the hotel? Getting to the hotel is our number one priority. If we don't find it by then, we'll continue our search, but only if we have both the doctor and Wi-Fi secured. We're not finding anything standing here arguing about what we're doing. Hey, 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 I'm not arguing. I'm just letting you know where my priorities are. I'm not part of this bounty team. That's enough, Joe Mac. There is to be no mention of that. If someone overhears you, it could be big trouble for all of us. Now you all have your assignments. Time to move out. So, to the cantina? I don't believe you, Bella. We just got here and you're ready to bar hop? If we're going to get any information, then that's the place to go. Please. Unfortunately, she's right. After a long voyage, most shipmates head for the nearest bar. The same can be said for miners, especially if they had a mineral strike and were ready to spend their money. You would know. That's enough, you two. I'm not going to spend my time separating you. We have a mission to do, so let's get to it. Nate here. We'll be checking with the dock master to see if any clearance was given to Joe Max's ship. After that... We'll have a talk with flight service to see if they have any record of his ship's recent movements. Sounds good. We're coming up on what seems like some sort of sporting event. I don't recall seeing any kind of stadium on the map. Are you sure it's a sporting event? It appears the onlookers are waving fist-clenched monetary bills. I believe we've got some street betting going on here. Uh, approach with extreme caution. It could be a street fight. I think you might be right. Sounds like two sides cheering on something. I suggest you steer wide of that and continue your search. I concur. I think they should do the opposite. Emotions run hot in a street fight, if that's what it is. I don't want to risk getting involved in an altercation. I'm telling you, that's where the action is. Gabby, don't. Don't what? Say what you were going to say. Oh, so you're a mind reader now. Believe me, after listening to you two squabble, it doesn't take a mind reader to know what was coming next. Jaffrey, you need to get over here. On our way, what's going on? Joe Mac is getting into an altercation with one of the spectators. Already? Oh, don't tell me. He started running his mouth, didn't he? He walked up to some guy, and in a matter of seconds, the guy was shouting at him. They're starting to shove each other. Oh, that hothead. Oh, no! Joe Mac! Has Joe Mac gone too far and incited a riot? Will Jaffra get there in time? Will Tracy's new suspect have ties to rage? Find out in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, The Showdown. Some say he's not a man. 
Some say he's a force. Not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear. An unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man. Who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name. From county to county. In the hours past dawn. And in the haze-filled air. You'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets. If you harm folks. He's the drifter. And he won't stop till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. Coming 2023 only on Mutual with Episode 1 before a wind. <laughs>